y'all. Welcome to Southern Bells. Hey, y'all. It's Brittany and Beth. So, we're glad that you could join in with us today to listen. Again, if you're interested, you can follow us on Facebook at Southern Bells Faith, Food, and Fitness. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. Happy Tuesday, friends. Welcome to Southern Bells. This is Brittany again this morning. I hope that you guys are having a great week so far. Um, So we're back in our Grief to Grateful series, and this is episode three. So welcome. Um, As I was preparing for this week's podcast, which I don't really usually do, I'm just going to throw that out there. Usually Beth and I will lay whatever is on our mind um, out there and just allow God to lead us. And while that is still the case for this podcast episode, I just felt like God was saying, you kind of need to come with something a little bit more. Um, So I wanted to talk a little bit about something that I read this week that kind of struck me in a way that was eye-opening. And I just wanted to share this phrase with you that says that um, grief is necessary, right? Um, Unhealed grief is unhealthy grief. Um, Grief is more than just an emotion. It is more than just a reaction. It's more than just a response. Um, So much more, really. And as we've talked in the last couple of sessions about this, it is entirely a different process for everybody. I know recently my family, um, my husband's family, has lost um, some more loved ones. And it's been through drug addictions for both of our families. And that saddens my heart. Um... I'll be honest with you, I sometimes wonder if that way of a life ending is very similar to suicide. We never know what's going to happen to us anytime we put substances into our body, especially when it comes to prescription medications and, um, street drugs, right? So my heart goes out to those people that deal with addiction because that's a different level. It's a different level of depression. Um, self-medications are a real problem. Um, my heart feels for those families because I'm sure they question what they could have done differently how they could have changed that outcome. Y'all, I am a firm believer that our days are numbered and the Lord knows that those days are going to come. The Lord knows when our time is up. And while I feel like we can make decisions in our lifetime to impact that, I also believe that really... Nothing that we do say will alter that. I do believe that God gives us ample opportunities to make our life right with him. He 
he encourages us to lead others to Christ because none of us know when our time is going to be up. Only he knows. And I just have a different perspective after healing that grief unhealed is unhealthy grief because it's so true. Um, I saw a little saying this week and I just want to read that to you as well. It says grief is not a disorder, a disease or a sign of weakness. It is an emotional physical and spiritual necessity it is the price you pay for love the only cure for grief is to grieve powerful powerful words my friends grief is a hard thing because there is so much tied into that process there's so much external pressure from others that may or may not understand what we're going to going through or will go through however there's also external pressures because no two people grieve exactly the same there are those that will openly grieve and allow themselves time to heal and then there are those that will keep going and never take the time to grieve there is a um, meme i guess you would call it circulating on facebook and social media right now that says um i never took time to grieve i just kept going i agree with that but i also disagree with that and here's why if you have suffered a significant loss and any loss can be significant, my friends, then you have to some level grieved. I know there are times that we even grieve before an event happens. Maybe our loved one is in hospice care, or maybe our loved one has been diagnosed with cancer, or we ourselves have been diagnosed with cancer. Or maybe... Y'all, I'm throwing myself out there right now. Maybe we have allowed our fears and our anxieties to creep into our mind and force us to grieve us leaving this world behind. That happens. That is real. Um, That's also a trick of the devil. I will say that because he wants us to be fearful. He wants us to be anxiety stricken. He wants us to crumble. But God tells us we are not to have a spirit of fear, but to have sound mind and peace. Friends, I hope that through this grieving that you can First of all, and foremost, doesn't matter if it was a raw episode and happened recently or this has been years ago. It compounds when you do not allow yourself to have that time to appreciate and to honor and to respect that love 
that you had for the person or the situation or the relationship or even the thing that you were grieving. Um, if it is a person, it's also kind of disrespectful that you don't take the time to really process that love and that emotion as to why you are feeling like you just need to keep pushing yourself harder to keep going and while you're feeling like you need to just pick yourself up and ignore the situation and move on because that happens my friends that definitely happens but if we respect the love that we had and that emotion and remember the love and the price that Jesus Christ paid for us then my friends, we can begin to heal. And grieving is synonymous with healing, right? It is synonymous with healing. You know, we were hit with something um, this week. My husband and I and our family, my mother-in-law had to go into the hospital. Um, if you heard Beth on the podcast, she mentioned it. And... um for you, those of you that don't understand the significance of that, my husband and his twin brother are 38 years old, and she has not been to a doctor, period, in 36 years. Um, the only reason she went 36 years ago was <clears throat> she had went to get her tubes tied. So... She has not had any experience with modern day medicine. She has not had any experience with medications other than aspirin, Advil, and Tylenol. And she has not had to deal with all of the crazy testings and things like that that most people her age have experienced. Um... I will say, though, she has always been a carer, so she's always been the one to look out for everyone else and take them to doctor's appointments and make sure they got the care that they needed, friends in the community, church members that she was close to, even people that she wasn't that close to. She made sure if they needed to get somewhere, she was able to do that. That was kind of her ministry, and she would place herself at the back burner. And her and I have talked about this in the past, and I can resonate with this because what you don't know, you can't be afraid of, right? So if you don't know all of these things that could potentially be wrong, then you're less fearful. You just go on about your day until, in her circumstances, something forced her to receive intervention. But I... um was talking to my husband about the situation and things going on and, and, a, you know, it's, this is an emotional time of year for her anyway, because her daughter passed away in January and, um, that's coming up. And I know that this circumstance has probably brought all of that out very fresh and raw and, um, she won't say anything. She won't vocalize that or, um, admit that or mention that. But as a mom myself, I am sure that she continues to reflect on that love right now. You know, it tends to hit us at, in waves. Grief 
Um, it's like the ocean. Sometimes the waves are calm and peaceful and relaxing, and we can remember those memories and that love and cherish it. But sometimes those storms are hard to weather, and they are most certainly harder to weather when we do it alone. Um, think about the disciples on the boat out on the ship in the ocean when Jesus was asleep and the storms raged on and Jesus slept through them and the disciples woke him up and they were so anxious and so nervous and so afraid that they were going to sink and die. And Jesus spoke and calmed the seas and Jesus said, O ye of little faith. Oh, ye of little faith, he cares for the sparrows. Does he not care more for you? Think about that, sweet friends. When you're battling the raging storm of grief, God cares. God is right there to calm your anxieties, to remind you how important you are, and to remind you that your grief is not silly. Your grief is not ridiculous. You are not crazy. But to remind you that you experience the greatest gift of all. You experienced a love that only we can experience whenever we are reminded of God's love. That agape love, that unconditional love Friends, remember that in those moments of the raging storms. I have some little affirmations that I wanted to share with you this morning in relation to this. And just remind yourself, I allow myself to feel this fully, to be present with my grief. I allow myself to recognize the love. I'll never be the same person again. That is okay. Today, I am choosing to heal from within. Though others may not understand, I am choosing to heal from things even I don't understand. I am moving through grief and on to other emotions. I will focus on my blessings, my memories, and that love. I will focus on the love that I experienced and the love that has been shown to me. With that, my sweet friends, I hope that you can repeat those affirmations to yourself and you are reminded that grief is okay. Grief is necessary. We need to heal from it. We need to experience it. And we need reminded that we grieve because we love. Have an amazing Tuesday, sweet friends. God bless you all.